Tito's and Shiner Gonna be an all-nighter And I just might find her At the Whataburger line Dance halls and women But man, I'm wishing That I was fishing by the river Howdy, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Tex-ish, the show about some things Texas. And some things not. Handmade podcast for your handmade needs. I don't know if you guys can realize, you can hear me way better now. And you, yeah, I finally, a lot of you, a large number of you have given feedback of Seth. Seth, actually speak in normal volume. And so we decided... Yeah. Talk your normal volume. Just put the mic, put the mic on your right lips. Um, just straight Baptist worship pass yeah. through that mic and just put it right on your mouth. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. Definitely going to have to like deep clean <laughs> this mic after I'm done with it. Most definitely. I mean, especially in oh, this yeah, gym. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Knowing who, yep. Anyway, we are so excited to be restructuring the podcast as far as how we yeah. publish episodes so moving forward. First, like... First weekly non-interview yeah, yeah, exactly. episode. And really cool stuff happening. As always, we have a couple of not sponsors who yes, we do. don't help us make this show at all. They don't give us any money. And we would like to shout them out. So our first not sponsor for today's episode of Tex-ish is Really Sad Texas Country Music Concerts. Really Sad Texas Country Did Music Concerts. Did you just concerts. break up with someone you love very deeply and want to be happy? Who, me? Why not... <laughs> Why not go to a Texas country music concert with your little brother and his wife and watch them dance on the floor to really slow country love songs? Just drive the point home that you're alone and you always will be. How, what is country. better during a breakup than standing in a crowd of Texas lovers alone after a breakup listening to sad Texas country music songs? Have you cried yet today? You're gonna. You're going to. Texas sad, country music, Texas sad country songs. Music. Are you sad? You're going to be more sad. <laughs> <laughs> Give yourself another reason to cry. Backstory, Seth came with us to a Cody Johnson concert, and it got real sad real fast. Got real sad real fast. <laughs> was not expecting that. It, I was. Yeah, fair. <laughs> As there, there was a moment where I, I, I was very oblivious, which I feel a little bad about, but I was having a good time. Then the moment yeah. I thought, this might be hard for Seth, I turned around, and it was like, yep, this is... I was like, I, I was honestly trying to enjoy it and like just enjoy the music and, uh, and whatever Cody, was happening on my face yeah. was obviously bad. You were trying to have fun and then Cody goes, y'all want to hear a love song about my wife? And everyone said, yay. And you said, no. And I went, oh, there is a hole in oh, my heart. Who's no. uh, <laughs> <laughs> our other not sponsor today? Our other not sponsor is every accent besides the American accent. Hey, <laughs> do you want to sound awesome and sexy and intelligent? Use a different accent. Then why not talk like this? You say, why hello, welcome like to Texas Podcast. Well, you know, you could use a That was accent. actually probably not a good accent to use. <laughs> I just realized. Fair enough. For... <laughs> Foreign accents. Foreign accents. <laughs> minus, one minus one specific one region. today. Region. For today. Um, um, we're really dumb troops. and we don't know anything, so don't pay attention to us for world comments. Yeah, we, we are aware that there is an invasion going on. We um, Our heart goes out to any families of troops that are being sent in and to the Ukrainian citizens that are potentially losing their lives, potentially losing their livelihood. Mm-hmm. We don't know any information. That is what we say. Yeah. 
not sponsored by not Retro. sponsored by bad, bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i hey you know there's some there's there's some texas towns that we should probably Dude, talk about so let's shout them out yeah. so i want to talk about elgin texas today elgin elgin texas the sausage capital of the world is it really it really is that's what it says right here on the wikipedia page <laughs> so it has to be true uh so basically it's also the brick capital of the southwest the brick yeah they make bricks there's they make bricks there's three different brick warehouses in elgin which seems it's odd how much. sausage and dropping a brick really right, goes really together it's kind of right together uh <laughs> they uh they have a population of about eight thousand. so about, all right they're about growing the size that of the town that we grew up in yeah and here's really why i wanted to talk about elgin overall is they have been home to a pretty incredible number of movies for a town that's not in California. So check it out. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Great Waldo Pepper, Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, What's Eating Gilbert Grape, A Perfect World, The Big Green, Michael, Varsity Blues, 25th Hour, The New Guy, The Alamo, A Scanner Darkly, Transformers, Age of Extinction, Fear the Walking Dead, and Mercy Black, which I don't know what that is. But are you s- all of those? Dude, all of those were filmed at least in part in Elgin, Texas. What? Which for the listeners is near Bastrop, kind of Travis County. Well, area. it's so funny to hear that, knowing that they're building a huge yes. filming complex in Bastrop. Yep. Meanwhile, all of that has happened in Elgin. In Elgin proper. So yeah. my, my guess is like it's a lot of residential type stuff. Yeah, well, in the Alamo, Walking Dead, mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of that is more well, out you can get in that, the woods. You can get that country that's very yeah. wild, but you're mm-hmm. close enough to a gas station that if you have to poop. Yeah, you can go it's there. Right there. Yeah, well, because now I'm thinking about it, Elgin and Bastrop, there's a road between, there's like two roads between the two that it's probably mm-hmm. 30 minutes of just dense, yeah, kind of foresty looking stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's real nice to film there in the summers outside. Oh, I bet it's not hot and humid at all. Not a single bit. Zero mosquitoes. Never gets hot here. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I, oh, wait, the Renaissance Festival is out there too. I say it right. The Renaissance. Renaissance. <laughs> and like we said, the Renaissance Festival out at uh, Elgin. Not sponsored. That's by me redeeming alternate accents. That's me redeeming me using the wrong accent earlier. Somebody just tried to call me from Shamrock, Texas. Oh, we've actually shouted them out before too. Yes, so Elgin, Texas has Elgin, been home Texas to a lot of really good filming. Really good locations. filming. They were also home to the uh, women's softball little league world champions, twice. Heck yeah, take that, Lubbock. Y'all there got third. Go. Y'all got third. I, I just you said that, and I thought I remember there was a team in Lubbock when I was twelve, and everyone heralded them as this team's gonna win. It was an amazing team. And now I get to be the barstool yeah. sports guy. That's like, ha, y'all made it and got third. They, they Which everybody it. knows, like third is first last. Yeah, exactly. Second's just there to let people. Technically, know that, like, Olympics. This made me think of yeah. that. Technically speaking, the happiest person mm. in the like top three at the Olympics is always third place. Fair. That hey, so hey, if you're if you're aiming for a goal, don't go one more. Just go for third. Go for third. The moral of the story is like, why be great when you could be <laughs> profoundly average? <laughs> when you can be <laughs> the best at being mediocre. Yes, or the worst at being bronze. Best. I always thought it was interesting that all the medals are technically bronze. They're just like dipped uh, or coded you know, or coded something or whatever. That's also true. So everybody's third, but. It's Elgin, Texas, home of not the Olympics. (laughs) Never been home to the Olympics that I'm aware of. All right. What happened one time in Texas history? Well, so, you know, you're talking about how hot it is in Texas, and that is just a fact. We accept that. But I bet you didn't know that it can also get really freaking cold. Well, minus the 28 degree temperatures in the window behind me, I did not know that. Yeah. So check it out. There have been two instances of the same low temperature in different time periods. One of them was way back in uh, 1930, 
33 in Seminole, Texas, negative 23 degrees. Negative 23? Negative 23. Now, that's not the one that I necessarily want to talk about. What I really want to talk about is the one in Tulia, Texas, which reached also negative 23 degrees on February 12th, 1899. Eight. How do they even know that? Because they record that type of thing. And the cool, the, the interesting thing about that for me is the snow drifts were so big that year that whenever they tried to like kind of plow them out, they reached 20 feet high. So there's like, if you go back and look at pictures on Google, there's, there's these pictures in Texas of people woefully unprepared for snow conditions. <laughs> Which we've fixed foot, at this point 20 Texas. foot high walls of snow. Yeah. Not the wall they wanted to build. That's also... <laughs> Sorry, couldn't help it. It, so, it was there. I wanted to highlight this because right now, in Austin, we have experienced a wild temperature swing. On yeah. On Monday, it was high 80s. Yeah, you went paddleboarding paddle on Monday. It was sunny. I, it, it was a wonderful day. And then it dropped that night to freezing. Yep. And that is because of something called a blue northerner. A blue northerner. And a blue northerner is... Um, all this cold air that is coming across the Rockies mm -hmm. and pushing down from the north. And it's a relatively rare occurrence, but we get them more often here in Texas because of our location. So mm -hmm. the panhandle, that's why it can drop so yeah, rapidly. Yeah, well, the can, can pandle, <laughs> the panhandle <laughs> yeah. has actual winters. It has actual winters, like complete with snow and yeah. frostbite and wind those terrible and things. suck. And that's kind of the only thing that differentiates it from, you know, here. Yeah. Yeah, that is crazy. That so crazy? is the hot temperature part of that Blue Northern, or is... So the hot temperature does signify that, but mm. it, it's kind of like that thing where, I, as you look through the article, you're like, oh, so in all of these instances, uh, it swung pretty violently by like 50 degrees. So yeah. it's, it's not uncommon for temperatures in Texas when a Blue Northerner is happening for something to drop 20 degrees in an hour. Yeah. Which is... Which is... Kind of frightening. Sounds like, we, we like had a, buddy a nuclear event. <laughs> Uh, our buddy Christian, who's yeah. a friend of the podcast, was your heartbreak around. buddy. My heartbreak buddy was walking around the uh, the uh, the lake on yeah. Monday, like, oh, this is such a nice day, wearing <laughs> his flip flops. I was gonna say, was he in his beach attire from California? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he's wearing his flip flops, walking around, and suddenly it drops to thirty degrees. Yeah, in an hour, and he's like, well, guess I'm jogging in my flip flops <laughs> back to my car. <laughs> hey, barefoot running, barefoot running. It is interesting to think that. That sounds funny, but on Town Lake here in Austin, him running in flip flops, yeah. there's probably ten other people doing that. Probably so. They just <laughs> those weren't flip flops designed for. Running. Yeah, there was no heel strap yeah, there. He's no sport like, mode. You know, he's like an OG barefoot runner. Yeah, he's like uh, I sit on the sport mode. <laughs> Dude, you gotta have sport mode. You gotta have sport animals. mode. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, that's Dang. crazy. Hey, if you're in Texas, there's a Blue Northern going on. ERCOT. Yeah. Pol politics and our seems to be doing well right now. Like I, overall, I guess they're not. Go follow Joshua Rhodes yeah. on Twitter, on Instagram. He'll give you all the information that you want. And so far as I can tell, we haven't had any uh, any big problems with power or yeah. anything like that. At least here, I'm sure there are some outages, but overall, we overall, seem to be doing okay. We're doing all right. Uh, yeah. Because if there's one thing Texas has figured out, it's our systematic yeah. politics. Exactly. Be on the lookout More for an interview later. with Allison Moore <laughs> in a couple of days. Coming very soon. All right. So, you want to hear about our Texas badass? You know I do. All right. So this is more of a current event. Wonderful. Really cool badass. I love when we get to do this. It is Conroe, Texas's own Heather West, mm -hmm. who was snorkeling near the Florida Keys a few weeks ago and punched a six-foot shark in the face. Let's go. So while most people, like people in Australia... 
give up when they get bitten by a shark and get yeah. bitten in half. Shouts out Mac Mason talking about that. <laughs> Heather punched a shark in the face, specifically on January 22nd. The water was choppy and visibility was poor, making subpar snorkeling. The group Heather was with swam for a few minutes, but then decided to head in. West lingered in the water a little longer, watching a school of fish. Then something told her to turn around. She says, I was just overwhelmed with this ominous feeling. Like, whoa, I don't know why, but I got to get out now. As she swam towards shore, West felt a tug on her right foot. Her first thought was that one of the men was p- playing a trick on her. You know, men, we're just always you know, tugging dudes, on feet in the water. Like grabbing feet. <laughs> the masculine urge to pull people underwater. Fair. I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm just pointing out that hey. specifically she said she thought it was one of the men. And when I read it, I was like, I mean, yeah, yeah anytime I'm Standard. in a pool, I tend to. I was a lifeguard for a while. I definitely saw some dunking. It's, and it was it's, mostly it's dudes. Always dudes. It's always dudes. Yeah. Anyway, it's flirting. Uh, <laughs> men was playing Not a trick on case. her. Then another tug, harder, pulled her underwater. She couldn't see anything in the murky water, but she knew it was a shark. Wes also knew what you're supposed to do in a shark attack fight back mm-hmm. again most people forget that part it's a very texas, important part texans don't forget always bred into us she pummeled the shark's nose and jaws with her fist as hard as she could while kicking with her left foot she says i was thinking no sir no you may not have my foot the animal identified as a six foot long lemon shark didn't uh the six foot long uh, lemon shark thrashed its tail wildly churning the water her snorkel mask slipped off her face in the struggle and floated away. She didn't feel any pain yet, just pressure. The vice grip of the shark's jaw on her foot. Then as suddenly suddenly as it had arrived, the creature let go. So, I just want to shout out Heather West because Heather almost West. every story that we hear about a shark attack ends with they lost an arm, they sure. lost a foot, they lost their life. Not this girl. Not this girl. Not Heather West from Conroe, Texas. She fought back. She punched that shark in the face. Yeah, she did. Now that I think about it, I would love it if the next time she's at the pool and a man tries to like tug at her foot playfully, if she just responded the exact just same way. Just response. beat the crap out of him. <laughs> Heather West. Heather West. Do you think she grabbed a souvenir? Like, do you think she broke off a tooth or I you know, I'm foot? sure that the I, I kind of wonder what the adrenaline was like because mm-hmm. I've been in a fight, a fight with a person before. Yeah. And the reality is fights, at least in my experience, last 20 seconds. Sure. But the adrenaline lasts for two hours. Right. So I'm wondering, like, how did she come down from that? Well, and the body has that pain response. So obviously she was flooded with adrenaline yeah, and, and just all those endorphins. So ready she to couldn't go. feel the pain in her foot. <laughs> and because she's Texan, the adrenaline also fueled her punches. Yeah, exactly. Dude, what <laughs> What if she had swam after the shark to fight more? Wouldn't surprise me. Because she's a Texan. I mean, what uh, what's the source of information here? Is it a Florida newspaper? Or it is. Newspaper? So it's Texas Monthly. Texas Monthly. Uh, I'll, I'll go and shout it out. So if you cool. want to read more about Heather and her uh, face-off with this six-foot lemon shark in Florida, um, you can find it in Texas Monthly. It's written by Rose Cahalan. Ka- not Callahan, but Cahalan. So Cahalan. Rose Cahalan okay. uh, wrote this piece in Texas Monthly. It came out on February 23rd. We'll try and share it across our platforms as well. We'll do our best. So, let the record show. Florida man dies in shark attack. Texas, Texas woman. Texas woman, woman. Texas woman. 
wins. I'm just gonna point out, like I, I get what you're doing, but Texas girl sounds better than Texas woman. Yeah, but the you know, it's the flow of the. It's like the, it's a flow. Look thing. from it's a not copy a quality thing. It's a flow thing. A copy standpoint, yeah. I get it. From a trying to grow and do things that mm -hmm. I agree with accurately. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if we're saying it right. Texas gal. Yeah, Texas gal. Texas gal wins oh, five I, with shark. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like gal is like... Yeah, you know, on yeah. brand. Well, she's like the gal. Like, she punched a shark. So yeah. that's... I, I feel that. You can't say girl. Uh, yeah. But like, woman doesn't flow. Well, yeah, so gal. And, and it includes man, and patriarchy is super oppressive, so I feel like we should try and leave out the word man whenever we can. True. Gal. Leave out man when you can. Leave out man when you can. Texas gal. Texas gal. Decimate shark. Decimate shark. Ooh. Yeah. I think nice. that would have been my headline. Probably would have led a little better than whatever. Shark bite. Shark bites Texas gal. Texas gal bites back. Texas gal bites back. Anyway, so uh, Heather yeah. West, we salute you. I'm going to probably insta stock you and send you this piece so you can hear it and either hate Please it or don't share hate it. Us. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so Rose Cahallen, she's the one who wrote this. Texas yeah. Monthly, look that up. We'll share that too. And man, if we can get her on the podcast, that'd be freaking cool. Hey man, you just, even just like a like a call in segment or something yeah, like that. Something like, like that. We're we are uh pushing for an intern very soon, a real intern, not just one of us who we, pretends we, to be an intern. We have been in talks we with a certain someone talks. about so, that. Uh, speaking of interns speaking of interns. There are some things that we have with this podcast that are not for free, and one of those is our partnership with Manscaped. Manscaped. So, support for the Texas podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. They are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. When it comes to shaving your pubes, Manscaped is champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. As if 1, 2, and 3 were somewhat good, the 4.0 is perfection. Join over 4 million worldwide men, that's 8 million balls worldwide, who trust Manscaped with this exclusive off offer just for our listeners here on Texas. Visit manscaped.com right now and enter the code TEXISH, T-E-X-I-S-H, to get 20% off with worldwide shipping. That's 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code TEXISH at manscaped.com. Com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TEXISH at manscaped.com. Once again, that is 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using code TEXISH. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. That was an excellent read. Thank you. I, I don't think I got any uhs. I don't think you did. I, I think that was perfect. That was a good one. Manscaped is the gold medal. In it really is. It's, and it's I really just want to highlight that. It's, I, I was watching the Olympics and mm. when you're watching not hockey but the speed skating and yep. just how smooth and glossy the ice is on that track, I really was thinking of my scrotum. Right. Because it looks Basically the same. The same. Yeah, especially the same. it hadn't been summer so it's very it's very pale. Who moment. needs a Zamboni when you have the Manscaped lawnmower 4.0? Look, all I'm saying guys is sometimes that lawnmower won't start and I'm not too proud to admit I've used my manscaper on the on that front lawn. Just get that grass yeah. nice and even. <laughs> that was a good one. I like yeah, that. thanks, man. Appreciate it. So, so just like some like uh, housekeeping things, some things we've been up to yeah. uh, that I I want to make sure everybody listening knows about and or you know can join in on and help us support. Gilgronies. Gilgronies. Rugby. Oh my gosh, dude. So yeah, if you listen to yeah. this week's episode on Monday, we with interviewed Center, Mac Mason. Mac Mason. 
other than the episode interview, Mac yeah. truly is a wonderful man. Oh, man. A great friend. Uh, took the time after the game to come up in the stands and say hi to his fiance, mm -hmm. say hi to his friends, say hi to us. He yeah. gave us shirts to wear, a jacket, yeah. hooked it up. Such an amazing guy. Had a great game. Had a great game. Everyone listening needs to go to the next home game. Go to the next home game. Support the Gilgronies. Let's all go out to uh, let's go go out to the Circuit of Americas. Yes, and have a blast, guys. It, it was the most fun I've had at a sporting event, and I don't know how long. It, and and it's like the beer's a little bit cheaper because it's not like a right. football game or a basketball game. Yeah, it's reasonable. The fans are super fun. They're super fun. The game, even if you don't understand the rules, it is so much fun to watch. And you'll get it pretty quickly. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Bridget. Bridget and to Alex. I believe uh, so. I'm Irish. That's um, why you can understand me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, shout out to them. They they sat with us and kind of explained the rules, which it it looks really complicated, but yeah. it, it turns out it's deceptively simple. Yes. Obviously, when you're playing, I'm sure there's a lot of there's extra a, complications. So much more going on. So it's not like you could jump in and play, but yeah. you can jump in and understand what's happening in the game within 10 minutes. Yeah. So we are not sponsored by the Gilgronies, but we are now as a podcast on a mission to make the Gilgronies. Absolutely. The biggest team in Major League Rugby, but also turn Texas into a rugby state. I'm calling it right now. In 10 years, Texas is going to be a rugby state. Yeah. All you parents listening, less head injuries in rugby than there are in football. Yes, there are. So take those kids out of Pee Wee. Right. Plus, they're never going to go pro. And the games are 90 minutes. 90 minutes. So minus the drive to the Circuit of the right. Americas, it's an hour and a half long experience. Yeah. And there's there's live music. There's a lot yep. of fun. Yeah, they make it worth they make it, it for really you to fun. drive out there. Absolutely. It's Austin, so the food out there is good. Really the nice. funnel cakes are hot. They're so yummy. Did you get some of that funnel cake? I didn't because we had been eating. We had That's barbecue true. that day mm -hmm. and pizza and for dinner. Pizza, so yeah. I, for the first time in my life, I said, I. You said no to funnel cake? No, I can't. And we had like two uh, Crawford box. Shouts out Carbock Brewing. Dude, Carbock. I really love that. Honestly, the Bach is good. It's it's as good as any Bach on the every, market. Every Bach in Texas has now become better than Shiner. I, I'm an anti-Shiner podcast. I'll say Whoa. it. Whoa. Um, yeah. Whoa. Yep. Okay. I took it there. Look, here's the thing. They don't work with Butler Bros. Well, that's because they've been with McGarry Jesse. And McGarry Jesse is doing a horrible job. Arguable. I, I'll argue about it. Yeah, look, they, they went a different direction. They didn't go for the, like, flashy advertisements. They they had the best um, ACL placements. All, okay. of, all of their ACL placements for Shiner have been genius. Okay. They they're the ones who did like the koozies that they put over all the beer. They had the uh, they had the Shiner Box stage that was mm -hmm. as you entered the festival for free with really great bands playing on that elevated mm -hmm. uh, billboard stage. They had the beer exchange where you could exchange beer for Shiner token. Like they did some really creative stuff just there. And if you go back to like 2013 14. You see Shiner pop up in all the most popular TV shows. They did a really good job of product placement specifically. So that, okay, right there. Yeah. That was good. I was, yeah. There was that one moment where, because there was that time when mm -hmm. Shiner was just the Bach and the light. Yeah, that was it. The classic, the yellow, the red, the ram. Here's where I follow you. I think you know why I, I, I am think anti. so, yeah. I, in, I'm not even anti, I'm not anti Shiner I'm not Bach. Anti. I'm, I'm not anti Shiner. I know, flavored. I know, I know. But, <laughs> I mean, let's be flagrant, flagrant for a second. Hey, Shiner, go to hell for jumping on every single trend yeah. and doing a bad and making job. Gar and here's making the thing. garbage it's, brew. It's the same thing with Hoka. I, I, yeah. I know it's a shoe, but I equate it the same. As soon as 
Shiner, like Coca, started yep. making other versions of the thing they do well, mm-hmm. the thing they do well also sucks. Yeah. And it makes me not want to buy it. Yeah. Yo, Shiner, stick to the prickly pear in the spring, the holiday cheer in the winter, your light and your Bach. Stick to it. Because here's the thing. Now, when I want a Bach, I go Crawford Bach because it tastes better and quick shout out for Crawford, just like the can itself. Well, I mean, it's a shout the out to the amazing. actual Crawford box at Minute Maid Park yeah. in Houston. It's the vintage mm-hmm. Houston Astro. It's perfect. Which is the coolest logo in sports history ever. Ever. Point blank. Easily. All time. Bang the trash cans all you want. Make fun of them all you want. Don't care. Don't care. Great logo. Great logo. So I'm just saying, I think it's that Pierce thing with me that we talked about. There yeah. was a time when Shiner was pure. They yes. were Texan. They were local. They stuck to what they did. It was awesome. Can you become something like Shiner? Can you take Shiner? Because I've had this talk with Dad before online. Uh-huh. He would talk about somebody would do uh, you know, an Austin run to go see a concert and collect money to go get Shiner mm-hmm. and bring it back because you couldn't get it in yeah. San Angelo, Texas at the time. Have we run up to that point where they're too big to be a Texas brand? They are. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I really think they are. That's because why, again, I'm going Carbach or Lone Star. If you're, if you're saying go get a local yeah. Texas beer... Lone Star, Carbach, may like maybe even Ziegenbach if we're just going for a Bach. Mm-hmm. I'd have to look into the distribution. Yeah. I don't I don't know who owns Ziegenbach um mm-hmm. or uh or Lone Star. I don't I don't even know if they're actually Texan brands anymore. I I would have to I'm check. sure that there's some support there, but at least like they're still sticking to the aesthetic and the the actual yeah. vintage look. The other thing that bothers me with Shiner is Again, they could just make the Bach and the light and the cheer and the prickly pear. Mm-hmm. Stick to it. Stick to your guns. Make a good beer that you can distribute everywhere. If I want a fun beer, yeah, I'm going to go with the like local microbrewery that specializes in that stuff. I don't yeah. want to drink a s'mores pecan Right. I don't, I don't want your super sweet version of a uh, milk stout. Yeah. I don't want that. Make a good <laughs> milk stout. Don't. Don't do the s'mores. Or just focus all of those resources and energy on just continuously churning out. Dude, I'll say it right now. I I am so dyed in the wool Texan. You know, I will always remember my first Shiner. I want to go there. I want to talk to the brewers. I want to talk to the people who do that. I want to tour the factory because it is a historic town. Yeah, the Spotsville Brewery is yeah like a very historic. They're place. one of the few breweries who still does like every every year they'll release one of their um, old family recipes yeah. as a limited release, and those are always magnificent. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't happen a whole lot. So you've got you know you've got the Shiner, which I guess is kind of the Sam Adams of Texas. Mm-hmm. And in the same in the same fashion, I guess what I'm getting at is, and what you and I agree on is, they're now too big for their britches. Like yeah. they can't. They're trying to please everybody. Exactly. And when you do that, you please nobody. And we keep learning that. And, uh, yeah, we <laughs> we painfully keep learning that. You anyway, that was yourself. a huge diatribe. Yeah, oh well, yeah, that <laughs> not so <laughs> not this weekend, but there. the first Saturday of March, yep. the Gilgronies play the Giltinis from L.A. Mm-hmm. Huge rivalry game. Absolutely. If you're listening, we have no ticket discounts. We have no link. Go purchase them yourself. We just yourself. want you to support. We just want you to be there. We want everyone to go out there. One more shout out to Mac. Um, great game. Great man. Great interview. If great you haven't team. listened to that interview yet, it's, it posted on Monday. It's still yeah. live. Go check that out. Um, other housekeeping items? Other housekeeping items? Not that I can think of off the top of my head, but I'm sure I'll... Yeah, be on the lookout for Seth's upcoming podcast, uh, Cowboy Up. We are going to explore masculinity and vulnerability and how they intertwine. 
and I might join that a couple of times, but have You'll fun. You'll definitely join it a couple of times. <laughs> that topic uh, scares also, me entirely. Also look out for Gunner's new podcast, uh, Run Cowboy Run. Uh, it's uh, The Running Joke. The Running Joke. Yeah, or Run Cowboy Run. We, okay. uh, we just decided before we hit record, maybe yeah, we should yeah. try like our own podcast. Maybe we should. Maybe we should do whatever. But yes, and uh, get used to this new format. We yeah. will have interviews, I like posting. It. I love it, actually. Kind of fun. The uh, interviews will post on Monday. Monday. We have JB Sauceda, founder of Texas Humor, coming up this Monday. There might be a special release with Allison Moore, who's been on the podcast before, mm-hmm. on like Tuesday or Wednesday next week, just because, because it's, so it's timely, a time-sensitive yeah. subject. We are going to talk about the transgender bill that was just announced by Governor Abbott. Mm-hmm. We're going to discuss it at length with our very dear friend Allison, so be on the lookout for that as well. Can't say enough. We're not the experts. We might have ideas. We might have opinions. We don't know what we're talking about, yeah. though. So We're kind of like a .org. We just want to get the word out. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So um, be on the lookout for that. Uh, Thursdays just, are when our segments will post from now on. Absolutely. And Also be on the lookout for a certain yellow jerseyed son of a gun. Gunner, I hear you saw him this week. Um, I saw. I almost forgot that yeah. I saw him. Uh, so we were at the Gilgronies game. Yes, we were. And... Watching Mac play, he's having a great game, and there was a scrum, and that's when all the players like pour into each other mm-hmm. in this huge pile. And it's like a structured. It's push. like a structured push. It's yeah. really fun to watch. Yeah, and so they're they're coming together for the scrum, and then all of a sudden, I see this yellow blur like flying down the field, and I think, oh man, he's trying to take all the attention. We're here for the rugby game. I don't want to deal with this. And out of nowhere, Lance Armstrong cycles down the field, does a 180 on top of the scrum, and then does a gainer backflip on his bike off of it, lands midfield, and says, I just didn't want you guys to forget about me. I did foreign sports too. And then he just rode off. <laughs> you know what his friends call him? No pants Lance. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been sitting on that for a while? No, just just like... Five seconds. Five seconds ago. No, I, could, no I couldn't lines. wait. I didn't want to wait. Well, so just so you know, if you're at the rugby game, he might come and try and steal all he the attention. He's a little salty because there yeah. was that period where we were like, we love France and cycling. Mm-hmm. Now we love Australian rugby. So right. now he's like, wait, don't forget. They're more fun. They drink better. Yeah. So Tour de Lance forever, forever and ever. Go, go, gronies. Uh, buy Manscaped. 20% off Texas. Mm-hmm. I we, think that's everything. That's everything. Bye, bye y'all. y'all.